Okay, I'm going to act like I don't know anything about it. You don't have to act like you don't know anything Mm -mm. about it. No, no, no. No, that's the way. See, I'm going to be your foil. What does that even mean? It means like, so that term refers to like, let's say you're going to put pizza in an oven to warm it up. You know how you typically have to put tin foil on the top of it? Mm -hmm. The foil doesn't know what's going on. It doesn't know what's under it. So they call it like when a person is acting like they don't know what's going on in a two-person conversation... That's that's why they're called the foil. Like the foil, wow. the foil, the, yeah, the foil doesn't even know that there's pizza under it, and so that's why when you say, "Hey, I'm going to be the foil to your pizza," because that's how that's the full saying, but usually it's just abbreviated. Usually it's just abbreviated to the colloquialism, "I'll be your foil." Could I be pizza the hut? Or is that different? Pizza the hut is different. That's a that's a human that's a human being. Welcome to Game Life Balance U.S. The American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. We're a lifestyle podcast hosted by adult gamers, trying to juggle our hobbies with the increasing demands of the real world. Join us each week to catch up on what we've been up to lately, whether it's saving the world from space aliens or learning how to change a diaper. Check out our website for links to connect with us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and more at GameLifeBalance.us. I'm Chris from the Starling Tribune, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Check out all the other great podcasts at GunnaGeek.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Here we go! I'm Cody Goff, and I'm here with Jonathan Martin, and we're here with a podcast. A podcast which may surprise you, may shock you, may interest you, may bore you, may make you want to cut your ears out with knives, may make you want to mail me money, checks, or cash, may make you want to launder money, may make you want to cook methamphetamine in the uh, Nevada desert, New Mexico desert. I mean, it could it's, be the Nevada desert, too. Or the Nevada desert. We don't want to discriminate against deserts. Or Nevadians. Nevadians. Navadites. Navals. Gotta be navels. Navi? Might be navi. It's hard to know. I don't think that's the American pronunciation, though. Probably not. Well, anyway, hey, uh, we today are going to talk about... Well, John's mostly going to talk about... Some stuff in the news, some a video, a video game that he's quite hype about that I should be hype about, but you don't. I mean, you don't. You don't have to be hype about it. Like it's nobody's telling you you need to be hype about it. Mm, but I should be hype about why? it. Why? I mean, really? But why? Because because it's a thing worth getting hype for slash I'm, I mean, over. I'm pretty excited why? about it. I'll be honest. Well, I'm. You're yeah. right. This is what I'm saying. If you're excited, then mayhaps I should be excited. Maybe I should take your key. I don't. Listen, it doesn't matter. And then I'm going to talk about a stupid app that John's going to make fun of me for endlessly because that's what happens. I can't wait to get to the app segment. Is that? Is that we're calling it? New hot new apps. That should be a new segment. Hot new apps. No, it will be a. Are life you sure stuff it's not going to be an oddity? It will not be an oddity. It will be a life stuff segment because it's about my life. Which you make fun of. This is how okay. our podcast works. That may be. Okay, so. So that brings us to our first segment, which is called. It's current news. And from what I understand, uh, current news could be like any type of news. But you're supposed to say it like, you're supposed to like announce it. It's got to be like current news. And then I play a sound effect. Okay, current news. No, you, no, no. I don't, don't make the sound do, effect. No, you don't do the sound effect live. I make this. I in. I I do it in post. Okay, it's current news. You all. You know what? Let's just go with that. Okay. So as you know, we kind of like video games. That's part of the thing that we do with this podcast. And crying babies, from what I can hear from. Yeah, and unfortunately, and unfortunately, welcome to welcome to being a parent. So sometimes bedtime doesn't go as well as you'd like it to. Uh, tonight, <laughs> tonight maybe tonight maybe one of those nights. Bedtime wasn't wasn't apparently quite as good as it has been in the past. He is screaming bloody murder in the background. Yeah, what do you it, do? You lock him in a coffin for bed? It's super interesting because he honestly is one of the best sleepers of like any baby i've ever heard of 
he cries maybe, I don't know, once a month. And that's not an exaggeration in terms of like crying when he goes to bed. Tonight is just a rough night because of course it is because we're recording. So, and I have no other place to record. The office just happens to be right next to his bedroom. I'm not really worried about it. Kind it's of just I- kind of hilarious when babies, th- like, can you remember the last time you were that upset about going to sleep? No, no, I can't remember at all. So unless you're just going to have to deal with the crying baby, probably for, let's hope it's not most of the episode. We'll see how far we can get. Um, uh, But as you know, we do talk about video games occasionally. And there was a really interesting piece of news that came out just today, actually. Um, And it regards probably my favorite video game of all time, which is League of Legends. You can hear me talk about it multiple times if you go back. If you search League of Legends on, on our website... You'll be able to find, I don't know, what, 6, 7, 12 episodes where I talk about it. So um, League of Legends just released their financial report for last year. And uh, League of Legends brought in $1.6 billion of revenue last year. Now keep in mind that League of Legends is a, f- it's a free game. It costs $0 to download and get into. It is solely supported by microtransactions. And they yeah. managed, and they managed to rack up 1.6 billion dollars although i do want to know how much did candy crush make so that's a good question i don't think it made that much the company sold for four billion dollars and if i'm not mistaken companies usually sell for like is it 10 times the revenue Mm, i have no idea shark tank shark tank taught me this i think they sell for i think they usually sell when they sell for like 10 times the revenue that's that's probably completely incorrect. I actually have no idea. Um, it's a lot of money, though. I don't know. May 2015, looking at a Venture Beat article, Candy Crush Candy made Crush, five... Candy Crush was bringing in a million dollars a day at one point. Okay. If not more than that, maybe. But I think it was bringing in at least a million dollars a day. This said $569 million for Q1 last year. So, I don't know. I'm just saying... I love researching things while we're talking. So, so sure, and and that's that's cool. They are completely different products. Um, Candy Crush being a game that you can kind of get into, play for like three minutes, and then jump out of. League of Legends is a game that's more like you get in there, and from start to finish, the game probably takes you anywhere from forty-five minutes to an hour to play one game. Um, so the people that are playing this game are incredibly committed to like sitting down and spending time with it not to mention the game is pc only whereas candy crush was on all sorts of more mobile platforms so it was much more accessible you can only play league of legends on a pc so it's a much different type of game much different type of product um just a just and and the business model is also not the same because candy crush would allow you to spend money to play the game better it had you spend money to actually progress the money that you can spend in League of Legends is is basically solely for cosmetic stuff. Wait, I, hold on. I thought there was something in League of Legends where you could pay to permanently unlock certain characters to play. Yes, but you can also unlock those without paying for them. And then there's a free champion rotation as well that goes on where certain champions will become free every week. Okay, so it's not 100% cosmetic. Sh- sure. Uh, yes, it's not 100% cosmetic, but... If you, there's two different type of, types of currency. There's one that you earn and one that you buy. If you unlock, there's, if you unlock a champion, let me try to explain this a little differently. There is nothing that you can unlock that affects gameplay in the game that cannot be unlocked with both currencies. There are some things that are unlocked only with the currency that you have to spend money for. Those things are purely cosmetic. Does that make sense? So there's no, there's nothing that people that are paying money for for the game are getting that is making them better at the game than the people who aren't spending money. Got it. Great. So it's a it's a different model because like there are levels in Candy Crush where I believe you you actually can't complete them without getting some of the premium content. So I believe that they actually gate progression in that game behind money, behind extra money. That sounds dumb and annoying. But that, but there were people that were so obsessed with that game that that's why it explains how that game made the amount of money that it did. So anyway, Lee came out. They made one point six billion dollars. They're a private company, so not publicly owned. Um, and 
it's 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 like a crazy amount of money for a game that's free to me. Uh, and is that all in-game purchases, or does that that doesn't include tournament revenue and things like that, right? Sponsorships, etc. No, that is purely in-game purchases. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So anyway, that came out today, um, and it it is the it made it the highest grossing PC game by like a lot by a lot um, of last year. What about uh, World of Warcraft? I certainly wasn't nearly as as much. Um, Does it have like a hundred million subscribers or something? Three hundred million, four hundred million, two billion? I think it's got two billion subscribers. I think that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, you um, know what they should do with World of Warcraft is make it so you can so it's built into Facebook. They should merge with Facebook. So that way, when you log into Facebook to check your friend requests, you are playing World of Warcraft. You log into Azeroth as well. They should right. also, they should also give you a, a farm that you can uh, raise crops in. Like you could plant some crops in World of Warcraft, and mm-hmm. then like in, in an amount of real real time, the crops would uh, would bloom, would grow, and then you could harvest those crops and sell them, and like maybe replant some other crops, and maybe the crops would take different amounts of time to mature. Um, it could be like a a village, like a World of Warcraft ville. Uh, World for, of Warcraft ville for farming. For in farming. Facebook. In Facebook, and it's just it's right when you it's right when you enter Facebook. So why um, don't they merge and do that? I don't understand. I don't know how business works, um, but I don't think that those two worlds could intersect. And Oculus Rift, Oculus Rift Two. So every time you Oculus log into Rift Facebook, and Oculus Rift Two. Yes. Every time you log into Facebook, you have Oculus Rift on, and then you're also in Azeroth, building farms, right? So the reason why this story was good to me um, was because Season 6 of League of Legends just started. Seasons are, like, legitimately a year long, much like a season of sports. Uh, And so Season 6 just started, and I fell down the league hole again. I'm in a league hole. I'm You're deep, in a league hole? I'm, oh my god, that sounds uncomfortable. I'm, Am I right? I'm deep in a league hole. It's pretty bad. Um, and so I'm playing a lot of League of Legends right now. So you know how I do that thing where I wake up really early in the morning? That time is basically spent playing League of Legends. I usually get about two matches in. And then sometimes I get a match in after Max goes to bed. Um, depending on if I have to do this stupid podcast. So, right. uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of League of Legends lately. And that's basically been the only thing I've been playing. Um... <clears throat> well, that's nightmarish at best. Are you playing with all Brits is what I want to know. Because when I used to work overnight shifts and I would get home at 5 or 6 in the morning and play Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, or Modern Warfare 3, I was fighting all British kids. And they were all better than me. But they were all British. And they were all little. And it was really cute. Because well, they, they have to be little if they're British. Because the, the British... Are littler is what you're. That's what you're saying, right? Is that what they are? And that's what makes them cute, right? Is that what they are, Jonathan? Is that what they are? You know that's you know that's Cockney, right? (laughs) It's a type of British. Thank you very much. Sure, it's it's a dialect. We have some feedback in our chat. Did you know we're chatting? Wait, we, we got the a... chat to work finally. Wait, wait, like where's our chat at? And by we, well, I got. Wait, oh, wait, you, I didn't send you the link to the chat, did I? Oh, I this have... is exciting. Yeah, this All is right. even more awkward. Well, listener, listening to this podcast, we broadcast live as we as John and I record. We broadcast live to Google Hangouts because then we can just upload our podcast straight to YouTube, and Bob's your uncle. So you can actually check is, out our podcast. What does that mean? I, I my, my professor, one of my professors used to say that. Used to say, and, and Bob's my uncle? And Bob's your Not yours specifically, but he would I say, and Bob. And Bob's my uncle. And Bob's, Bob. he'd, he'd say, well, yeah, you do this and you do this and Bob's your uncle. It's a thing. It's not a thing. It is in Des Moines, Iowa. It's, no, people may have Uncle Bob's, but like right. not everybody does. So like Bob's Bob's not my uncle. So <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to answer you. Well, I have a chat and you don't. That's and that's and Bob probably is in the chat or is Bob <laughs> in the forest? Is that another colloquialism that doesn't actually exist? Well, Bob in the forest or Bob's your uncle? Either. 
Bob's your uncle is a thing. My professor used to say it at Drake University. In the chat, Chief Stephen John Drew just said, I have an Uncle Mike. Thank you, Stephen. So, see? He's right. Why can't you get on board? You said Bob's my uncle. Well, maybe Mike's your uncle. I don't know. But you didn't say Mike. You said maybe Bob. Maybe Stephen's your uncle. Who knows? It's, it's really difficult to know these things. So, is that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to ask who's... Okay, so what's your uncle's name? My uncle? Yeah. Which one? I, the better one. I think I have an Uncle Mike, actually. I think I have an Uncle Mike. Okay. Oh, so I do have an Uncle Mike. Yeah, yeah. I have a, uh, my uncle. How do you have your uncle? So I would say something like, all right, today we're going to go through some current news. We're going to go through, uh, we, we got to get some hype to talk about, and then Mike's your uncle. No, you would say, and Bob's your uncle. But you don't have an, but an it uncle. It doesn't matter. That's what you say. Your uncle. What's your dad's, you know, what's your dad's name? Jonathan Martin. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. That worked out very well for everybody. So anyway, we're in the chat with Bob and several other viewers of the Gunna Geek Network. And uh, we have, or, or people in and out of that. We're in the Gunna Geek. Do you know that we're part of the Gunna Geek Network, John? Did you know that? You're laughing. Like, what are you laughing at? That was seamless. That was just... That was that was your radio voice, wasn't it? That was uh, that was all that training that you've had. <laughs> we're part of the Gunna Geek Network, and we're broadcasting on chatwing.com slash Gunna Geek. You can find so uh, some there are other podcasts in addition to ours that broadcast live over Google Hangouts, and you can find those on gunnageek.com and watch live. So. If you're listening to this podcast, obviously we previously recorded and did this whole thing. But if you go to gunageek.com or geeks.live, if you want to simplify, just go to geeks.live and you can watch live geeks like us. We generally record on Tuesday nights, although John has a son, so sometimes that changes. But that's what we do. And then there's other shows that you can check out, which is cool, which we will talk about them later. It is literally www.geeks.live. So... Jonathan, you can pull that up in a tab if you'd like to be able to access the chat. I just did. I, I'm kind of terrified. I kind of don't want to read this, I think, as we're, do, as we're doing this. At the chat, we had some questions. First of all, Chris Farrell brings up the excellent point that the WoW numbers will spike with the movie, the World of Warcraft numbers. So I think that we also need a way to incorporate the movie into this. So when you log on to Facebook, you're on Oculus Rift and you're building a farm, but you're also watching the World of Warcraft movie. That way Hollywood gets their cut, and then they don't donate too much money to super PACs that will create legislation that will tear down the video game industry and raise up the movie industry. Because that's what we're seeing in this oligarchy under which we all operate. I think we can all agree on that. And, and, Steve, uh, and then Thrall's your uncle. So Thrall would be your uncle. I'll get to that. Steven says we need then, however, however, if you you have to think this through, we then need shorthand for Facebook that, that so in verbal conversation, you can use this daily and sound as douchey as possible, such as, oh, hey, have you wowed today? Or why don't you wow that girl? Or uh, I'm going to go wow for a bit. Or, oh, yeah, I looked her up on wow. Or, oh, did you see what your ex-girlfriend did on wow today? Or like, I wowed your ex-girlfriend today. Or I wowed your mother today. Did you see your mother on my wow t- wall today? I was wowing her. Things like that. Mm-hmm. So, just thought I'd bring that up to you. What were we <clears> talking <throat> about again? Were we talking about League of Legends and the money that they brought in? Yeah, they're shown on ESPN sometimes to answer another listener question. Yeah, now, now to be fair, to, to bring up World of Warcraft again and put that into perspective, at its height, World of Warcraft had 12 million subscribers little under 12 million, I think. They were, you know, contributed an average of $15, or I think $12.50-ish per month. So if you do the math on that, it's like $35 trillion, um, if you round. So WoW was making a lot of money. WoW was making a, a lot of money. Uh, they really were making, like, probably like $170, $180 million a month on subscribers. Um, so... That was at its height, though, and it's just not—it's not there anymore. It's not making—it doesn't have nearly that many subscribers anymore. It's so more what's like your, what's your big takeaway from this lol news story? That it's—it's it's like a truly legitimate big thing because it's—it's it's labeled like it is niched as one of 
the big eSport games. And it is also the PC game that has brought in the most amount of money. So I think it just... Like, there's money. I think what it does is demonstrate to companies that there's there's money here. Like, there is there is some money to chase with esports. And that I think by this coming out, it might accelerate the movement of this, and not just this game, but other esport-type games in general, to kind of get into the general mainstream. I think that's what it is. Because this is a private company, there's no reason for them to necessarily release these numbers. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, it's not like they're beholden to investors, right? So, I mean, they like they probably they probably just did it just to be like, hey, like there's a lot of money here that we're bringing in. You sponsors, you should probably come in here, put some money towards it, get your name on some stuff. It can make us make these events even bigger. So that's what I think. That's kind of the direction that I think that they're trying to go with it. Well, then that's a sweet takeaway. Not sweet as in like, ah. I want to cuddle, or sweet as in, oh, you bought me chocolates. I might which have are, sex with you. Which are very sweet, because chocolates are, in, they can be incredibly sweet. It depends. I'd, I'd say more rich than sweet. Sure, maybe like Starburst then is what we're talking about. It's not sweet like um, like a red cherry Starburst is sweet, is what you're saying. We have an espresso machine in my office, and you can just hit a button, and it, it pours a shot of espresso. Mm-hmm. And we also have free candy. And I used to eat a crunch bar, a fun-sized crunch bar, Nestle crunch bar, and then get a shot of espresso and drink it. And it was fine. And then I tried more experimentation, and I would eat a Kit Kat, and then I would drink a shot of espresso after drinking the Kit Kat, and it, it was fine. Today, for whatever reason, we have changed the candy that we stock, and now we have Snickers, fun-sized Snickers bars. I have not historically been a huge fan of Snickers bars. That's because you're wrong. But today, as I've grown older, I've become more of a Snickers fan. I was Milky Way when I was little. I would do Milky Way bar and a Mountain Dew. That was just the most diabetic fun you could possibly have. Can I tell you a quick secret before you go further? Yes. You may have heard this before, but there's a Three Musketeers bar. These are all off the same candy line. Yeah. There's a there's a Three Musketeers bar, and then they add caramel to a Three Musketeers bar, and it makes it a Milky Way bar. And then they add peanuts to the Milky Way bar, and it makes it a Snickers bar. And they all come off the same machine. So I don't like peanuts in things, generally, and that's why I don't like Snickers, historically. But Snickers has grown on me because of the full-flavored, the full-bodied texture. You're becoming you an will. adult now, is what you're saying. Yes, so today I had a fun-sized Snickers bar, and then I went to the espresso machine, and I pressed the espresso button, poured a shot of espresso, and then drank a shot of espresso after I had eaten the Snickers bar, and it paired more better than any other candy bar that we stock at my company. And I'm thinking about creating a PowerPoint presentation about this discovery, revelation, and sharing it with my coworkers. That seems like an incredibly wasteful use of your company time. I, I think you should do it. In the chat, Stargate Pioneer says, from Wikipedia, because we know this is always right, quote, And Bob's Your Uncle is an expression of unknown origin, commonly used in Great Britain and Commonwealth countries. Typically, someone says it to conclude a set of simple instructions, similar to the French expression, Et voilà. Is that how you pronounce that? Et voilà. Something like that. At viola, brute. Okay. Uh, I, I, I have no idea. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. We were talking about League of Legends, and then you started talking about chocolate and espresso. And by the way, I believe it is pronounced both ways. I think, I think it is, it is uh, correct to either pronounce it espresso or espresso. <laughs> it is not right to pronounce it. I think it, it is right to pronounce espresso. it both, both ways. It's not um, accurate. But basically what you're telling me is you've, you have discovered what people that have been eating dessert have known for a thousand years. You that, are so wrong. That something sweet is pretty good when you pair it with something bitter. That's basically what you just told me. And you're acting like it's the biggest revelation that could possibly be unearthed. Do you know why they serve coffee at restaurants with dessert? I'll tell you why. Because coffee is bitter and desserts are generally sweet. And typically, sweet things pair quite well 
with bitter things. Now but the caution. candy bar, now the candy bar that you are eating happens to be sweet. The espresso that you are drinking happens to be bitter. That sounds a lot like the bitter coffee and sweet sweet dessert that you would normally order at a restaurant that's been around for thousands of years. It's a very old restaurant. The Crunch Bars and Kit Kat Bars did not pair as well with the Espresso as the Snickers Bar. And yet, they are all from the same candy family. So, your, your argument is invalid. What else are we talking about today? Um, <laughs> what do we get to? Oh, yes. From the chat, Stargate Pioneer says everything is better with butter. He is correct. All right, where is uh, where's our next segment? Oh, you you're doing the next one because yeah, Cause your it's your episode because it's going so well so far. Uh, yeah, uh, hype. We're talking about hype. Uh, there was a game that was released today. Are you gonna announce it? Like, like you have to be like you have to, it oh. has to be grandose. Hype. Again, I will add the sound effects, but sure, we'll go with that. Okay. I'll add a sound effect to you saying. I did my own sound effect. You don't have to. Uh, there was a game that was released today, and it, Wait, was, it was actually it's already released. It got released today, and it is the um, second game by a game developer that whose first game came out in like 2008. Can you believe that Braid is that old? It was like 2008, 2009, something like um, that. That's a long time. Really? I, I know. Yeah, it was forever ago. So a guy named Jonathan Blow, single guy made this game called Braid. It was a puzzle platformer. It kind of reinvigorated the genre of puzzle platforming. Um, And he just came out with his second game today, and it's a game called The Witness. And it is a game by a slightly larger studio. I think Jonathan Blow did it with a couple of other people, but it's still relatively small. Um, And it's it's another puzzle game, but it's in first person. Um, And it just, again, it just got released today on January 26th. And it's got like 700 puzzles in it. And the initial reviews are kind of glowing about it. Um, So I'm pretty excited for it. Because Braid was such a surprise to me. I remember I got it on sale for like three bucks or something during a Steam sale. And I had heard all this stuff about it. And I just started playing it. And it was the kind of puzzle game. So, um, listener, like... There are different types of puzzle games. You could, I think, like Tetris is a puzzle game, is considered a puzzle game, right? Yeah. It's like well, a. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a. I, I don't exactly know what type of puzzle game you call it, but I think that's the genre that it fits into. But a very different type right. of puzzle game. Right. It's exactly. It's more of like a, a puzzle game based on dexterity. Um, these types of puzzle games are based on critical thinking. And so, Braid. Braid came out of nowhere, and it it had the kind of puzzles in it where you would look at them, and they would seem incredibly difficult. Possibly, they would would feel impossible when you first saw them, and you'd probably mess around with them a little bit. And when you finally solved them, when you had, like, the aha moment of how to solve the puzzle, it was the kind of game that made you feel like you were a genius, and that you were the only person who had ever thought of this way to solve the puzzle. I don't know if you <laughs> felt that same way, but I thought that Braid did such a good job of making you feel like you were like you were intelligent for solving the puzzle. Which, if your whole game, if the basis of your game is predicated on, I'm going to give you a puzzle to solve, making the player feel smart after solving the puzzle is probably a good feeling to to elicit right yeah so i like i loved braid i really loved it and then jonathan blow went silent for a long time then a couple of years ago he's like hey i'm working on this new one it's going to be out in a couple of years it's going to be all puzzles again and it just came out today so yeah i'm hype i i, I already introduced <laughs> the segment i'm not going to add another sound effect <laughs> every time you say hype so I googled the witness, and the top um, the top story was from The Verge, and the headline is the creators of The Witness on how they made a 100 hour puzzle game. Is it supposed to be that long? Because Braid was 12. I think from from what I from what I have read so far, I've read about four ish reviews um, that were like non spoilery. 
generally you could finish it in about 30 to 40 hours and that would be about half of the content but the other thing that these reviews are are um likening this game to they're comparing it a lot to or there's not a lot but there's a comparison to fez in the amount of stuff that's there that that is not explained and they feel like there's going to be community that gets together to try to explain it much like in fez which that is, could be pretty cool. Which is something that I never got to experience because I didn't play Fez. I didn't play it during that time. But when I was reading about it at the time, it sounded incredible to have this like community of people all rallied around the same thing. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I need to like. I feel like this is the this is one of the few games that I need to like jump on early. And I think it feels like it may be a better experience that way when everybody is discovering its secrets at the same time. Why do you do these things to me? I already have enough games to play. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty hype. You know what the international edition is called? You're going to tell me a dad joke, aren't you? What is it? The French braid. Do do you contribute anything to this podcast? Steven in the chat contributed that. Thank you very much, Steven, for that. I thought it was brilliant, and the delivery even better than the original. Even brillianter. Did you, what did you think of AJ Styles returning to the uh, debuting in the WWE as number three entrance in the Royal Rumble on Sunday, John? You want to hear the craziest thing in the world? I don't know. I don't follow any wrestlers or any WWE anything on Twitter. But whenever there is a wrestling event, my Twitter timeline explodes. And everybody, I only follow like 45 people. And everybody has given me their hot take on this $60 WWE pay-per-view. And I'm like, how do all of you people watch this? How is it ever? And it's like, and it's not just like, it's not just like, you know, I follow a, a wide variety of people. And like, they come, they are cut from vastly different and a, and a variety of cloths. And yet they are all watching these WWE pay-per-views. So... I don't know what you just said. I don't know what it I don't know what it means, but everybody was saying it. Everybody was saying it on my Twitter timeline, and I didn't understand any of it. Oh boy. So, what happened? <laughs> the WWE Royal Rumble was Sunday as the road to WrestleMania started. It's, it's the best event. It is the, it's the best event. The Royal and... Rumble was always the best event when I was a kid. Yes, and AJ Styles was a TNA World Heavyweight Champion for a, for a long time. He's like the hottest thing in TNA. And WWE described him as the hottest free agent in the professional wrestling world. And he made his debut at the Royal Rumble. He signed with WWE, and it was a really big deal because he's a really, really well-known, uh, acclaimed indie wrestler. So AJ Styles made his debut. Guess who won the Royal Rumble? AJ Styles. Nope. Roman Reigns. No, really good guess, though. You're not as bad at this as I would have thought. No, Earthquake. It's a, it's a wrestler you know. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no. It's a wrestler you know and that I really like. Triple H? Yes. Isn't he like 85 years old? <laughs> yeah, it's part of a storyline. It's fine. It's whatever. Wait, did, he I actually, re- did Triple, yeah, H- Triple H won the Royal Rumble. Doesn't he like own the company? Yeah. He's the chief operating officer. Officer, he's married to Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, his wife, hence Helmsley, and his uh, father-in-law is Vince McMahon, and he booked himself to win the Royal Rumble. Was it dumb? It was fine. (laughs) It was it was a pretty entertaining Royal Rumble, to be totally honest. There were there were some good moments. I thought they underutilized Brock Lesnar, the Beast Incarnate, who should have just destroyed everybody. But I don't know, whatever. That was your hot wrestling take. Bet you're really interested. Well, we should so so. Last week on this podcast, we talked about the six or seven different segments we're going to use to build each episode of this podcast. We should add a segment called Wrestling News, because no. you love when I talk about pro wrestling. I don't think we should. You sure? Yeah, I don't want the podcast to become too big for us to manage. I don't want uh, it to become too popular. Oh, um, I right. just don't think that I can handle that much popularity, and I just think uh, if we were to talk about wrestling, we would just... We w- it would just explode. It would just ex- it would be it would be just too big for us. So 
Um, I really think we need to start slow. Uh, much like when you when you uh, when you cook risotto, you need to to start low and and go slow. Um, I think our podcast should be like risotto. Was that you in the chat naming all of the counties of Minnesota? By the yeah. way, yeah. I saw a listener asked uh, Strike a Pioneer asked if you could name the different counties of Minnesota. Well done. I know. I, know I didn't realize there were only three. Well, it's a. I mean, they're large counties. Yeah. Well, one of them is. What are their Min- names? Minnesota. I hate you so much. All right. That brings us to our last segment, thankfully and mercifully. And our last segment is Life Stuff. You see how I did that? I paused for dramatic effect. I waited a couple seconds so I don't have to edit around the silence. Is the perfect intro, quite frankly. And the more attention I draw to how perfect the intro was, the more perfecter it becomes over time. Mm-hmm. It is exponentially more perfecter as time goes on. You have some life stuff to talk about? Yeah, so guess what I'm addicted to? Hearthstone? I told you before the episode, no, you're an idiot. Uh, no, an app called Yik Yak. And you've heard of this? How have you heard of this? I don't know what Yik Yak is. You know what Yik Yak is. You said it before the episode. Yeah. How do you know what it is? I was, t- I was trying to be your tinfoil. You were trying to be the foil, my foil, but you don't under, the foil that I don't, I didn't need a foil. I, I'm have, trying to have a conversation with you like a human being for a change. Yeah, so from what I understand. Tell me from what you, tell me what you understand. Because it won't take very long. <laughs> it's kind of mean. Uh, yik Yak is a program where you just like basically you just get dumped into a chat room with people that are near you it uses like your location much like tinder and then you just say whatever you want right isn't that what and people can upvote and downvote what you say it's not a chat room it's a it's a message board but otherwise yeah you're pretty much right based on your location and then like what you post can be upvoted and downvoted or whatever right yes it allows people to create and view discussion threads within a five mile radius and are people just using it to get laid much like they do tinder there's a lot of guys on there that do use it to try to get laid and i shut them down immediately every single time um so you're saying you downvote them I downvote them and then usually reply with something very acidic. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe you would... like, Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We'll get into the content in a minute, but I'm super addicted to it. Okay. It, because it's... And I, I don't know exactly why, and I think it's... But I think it is because it's completely anonymous. Obviously, if Edward Snowden is listening, first of all, thank you for serving our country. You're a true patriot. Second of all, yes, I realize it's not completely anonymous. I realize that I had to verify the app with my phone number. I realize that someone at yikyak.com knows everything I've ever said. I know that I, if I ever run for president of the United States, it'll all come back to me. I realize that somebody somewhere is tracking me at all times. I get it, but... On its face value, two other users of the app with whom I'm interacting, they don't know who I am. They don't see me. They don't know if I'm a guy or a girl. I can say literally anything I want. They don't know how old I am. They don't know what I look like. I can say literally anything that I want. So what like, what designates your username? Are you just given like a number? There's no username at all. So it's, so just, you, it's just like a chat bubble? No. Well, so, so you make a post and then the post pops up there. And then people can upvote or downvote the post, or you can reply to it. But you make the post, and there's no—it's just a post is there. If you reply, then it gives you a unique avatar just for that thread. And it'll be generic icons like a canoe, or a tree, or a map, or a compass— And so if I reply to a comment in one thread, I might be a red compass. If I reply to a comment in another thread, I might be a black fish hook. If I reply in another thread, I might be an orange Christmas tree. So it's completely different every time. So I can post in one thread and be a total jerk. And I can post in another and be super sympathetic. And no one has any idea that I'm the same person. And it's amazing. Okay, so give me some examples of the types of things that are posted then on Yik Yak. 
because this is the kind of thing that I this is the kind of thing that I don't know. All I know is what the app is. I don't know what what are people using it for. Sure. Well, lots of different things, Jonathan. Um, some great, some not so great. So somebody posts. Sometimes they post pictures. People post screenshots of weird things or funny. So you can post those too. Like, and so you can make it not anonymous. I mean, you can post a selfie, but no one's going to do that or upvote it. So sometimes, all right, I'll I'll read a few. How's that? Would you like me to read a few? Yes, please. Regale me. This person writes, If I found a body in a dumpster, I'd probably just leave it and not say anything. What does that mean? So the I reason, mean, that's, that's pretty profound. The reason you- that provides entertainment value to me is because it's mildly amusing, somewhat interesting, and the replies could be humorous, or they could not be. Um, there's a few responses. One is, it means you're a Chicago mobster. That's funny because it's relevant to me because we all live in Chicago, and I would laugh. Another person replied and said, you're cold-hearted. Ironically, that person's icon is a black shovel. Hmm. So there's entertainment. It's like it's just it's, – it's like Twitter because Twitter, you follow people that entertain you and have certain interests that are like yours. But I, I believe Yekak was named for or – at least intended to be used kind of for jokes, for like writing jokes and testing out humorous things and just doing some kind of whatevers. But and it allows you to interact completely anonymously. So like if somebody posts about a politician that I really like or I really dislike, I can just like tear them a new one and not have to worry about it ever coming back to me or any time in the near future. Um, someone else writes, what's something fun I can join and make friends? This is a lonely person, probably. Okay, great. Um, yeah, there's many ones. This person writes, honey mustard is the best dipping sauce. That's not, that's not true. Exactly! Okay, so... It provokes an emotional reaction. Okay. It makes you want to reply. And it's people giving your opinions. This person says, with every passing week, I find less in common with myself. This... Probably someone who's really stoned said that. Because that's super profound. It does, it, but and it doesn't you know make it, any sense. And it doesn't make any it, sense. It but at the same sense. time, it's both of those things at once. But it's so, so true, though, when you think about it. This person writes, I feel so stupid around this girl I like. I found that emo. So I might reply something like, you're a piece of crap and I want you to die. And I don't have to, I don't have to, like, nothing will happen to me. Because it's anonymous and that thread will just disappear from the feed in the next few days. Okay. It has, it has nine upvotes. So what are you using? What are you using Yik Yak for? I don't... I don't know, John. Human connection? Human interaction? You just said that nobody knows who you are. There's, there's like, no connection. It's but I know that they are humans. They are objectively, unless they're all robots, they are humans. And I don't know who they are or where they came from or anything. You know that they, they live within five miles? Well, not live with, within five. But you know that they exist at the time of their posting within five miles of you. Right, which in Chicago narrows it down to one of 25 million people. Sure. But it's just, it's just sheer immediate entertainment to me. I do like hearing cle- – because like, you'll get a lot of clever, quippy one-liners in replies to things. Somebody said – uh, somebody say something funny, I need a laugh, I've had a bad day. And, of course, three people replied and said something funny. The phrase, that, something funny. It's because, really, of course, that's, they Because it's super fu- It's really funny. It's super funny. And it, that is a bad example, but I don't know. Steven Jundrew in the chat says, as Ashley Madison proved, you can never assume any online interaction is human. This is true. I cannot actually prove that I'm a human to the listener. When you think about it, you've basically you've basically told me in the past ten minutes about talking about Yik Yak that they've created Reddit without subcategories and without usernames. Actually, yes, kind of. That's that's like basically what this sounds like to me. Yeah, pretty much. So why wouldn't you just go to Reddit? Uh, I get bored of Reddit after a while. I love Reddit. I'm on it pretty much every day, but I don't know. I only I'll browse the first four or five pages. I'm only subscribed to, I, I unsubscribe from a lot of the huge subreddits. I'm not subscribed to that many, and Reddit doesn't have that much new content that often. For well, I guess I don't know. I don't know. It's whatever. This is mobile. It's fast. It's sleek. It's very user friendly. It's super simple. If only Reddit a really had a mobile app. 
simple interface. If only Reddit doesn't have a mobile app, do they? Yes, yeah, they do. I just, I just don't have, I don't have room in my life for another social media network. I just can't do you, Nick Yik Yak. I'm sorry. But this is there's no upkeep. You don't make a profile. You like there's you. I could I could not use this for eight weeks and then go use it. It's very ephemeral, and there's still funny stuff. This guy writes. You just said I can't use it to get laid. So really, really, what's the point? So also, I'm not single, so I don't need it for that. That's purpose. what you use social networks for, though. Everybody knows that, that. Well, that's what you, the royal, you use the social networks for. But I'm just saying, here's a post that made me chuckle to myself because it's funny. Would you like to hear it, John? I would. And I quote: "Girlfriend made me soup, except it was actually a frozen pizza." And my girlfriend didn't make it. I did because I'm single and hate myself. That's hilarious. End quote. I, I, well, I end quote, and then that's hilarious. That's funny. You laughed. You're chuckling. And then, <laughs> and like three people said this made me LOL. And that's great. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's just my window to the world. I, I have this, since I'm not in the dating world anymore, thank God, because it's atrocious and it's basically just the worst thing in the universe um i don't get to meet that many strangers and since i'm not shooting a web series anymore i don't get to hang out with that many college students and as this app is very popular with millennials and there's no way for me to actually meet any of these people it fulfills every need that i've ever had socially that i can't get from my really good friends or girlfriend with whom i'm insanely in love yeah no you really you really are probably interacting with a bunch of high school kids. Is no, nope, they're college students. I don't. I I think that they're pro- they might even be in middle school. But look, they're it college students. It almost exclusively college students. Doesn't really matter because, because they all talk about their college experiences, and I live a block north of DePaul University's campus, so I get a lot of DePaul yik yaks. But when I'm on the train, I also get a lot of UIC and Columbia College Chicago yik yaks, and sometimes Loyola yik yaks if I'm out and about. You know what? I think I figured out why you use this app. Why? Basically the reason you just said. Because I get to meet random people, but I'm not really meeting them, and I don't have to worry about any kind of actual human interactions, but I still get to interact with people that are younger than me. And they're mostly college students, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Stargate Pioneer says my dog is on yik yak. His dog I, is on Yik Yak. I believe that. So I believe that. I'm just saying. It's entertaining to me. I enjoy it. I encourage it for people who like funny things. And sometimes, like, I actually, I used it a, a year ago for a, a <laughs> short time and then got bored of it. So I just deleted it and I didn't use it for months. I just downloaded it again and it's, I don't know, man. The thing Who's is, gonna now they, have, they don't like funny things. I encourage you. I encourage it for people who like funny things. Who's going to say I don't like funny things? Stephen John Drew. You can easily say. You can easily just say I encourage it to everyone. Everyone should download Yik Yak. Some people like things that are. <laughs> it's like in the episode of Doctor Who with the weeping angels. Okay. Sad is happy for people who are deep. I, I have literally no idea what that means. I have no idea what that means, and I think that that brings us to. The end. The end of this podcast. The condom. Because this is where we wrap things up. This is where we wrap things up. Like actually, So actually, fun fact, when you uh, twirl your finger vertically, that's wrap up. When you twirl your finger horizontally, that means keep going. Didn't you just... This is vertical. Like that, four... four n- yeah. Well, okay. When you hold your finger horizontally... And, and then, then twirl and then it, rotate it vertically. Rotate it. Ver- well, it's not straight vertically, obviously. That would be silly now, wouldn't it? So you rotate, you finger it. Okay, so as Cody tried to mention earlier, uh, and it was it was real bad, uh, we are members of the Gunna Geek Network. And the Condom! And he's also been mentioning that, that uh, a couple of the members of the Gunna Geek Network have been talking to us throughout the course of this podcast. Uh, we do have... Um, a lot of other podcasts on our network. You can find you can find all of the information on all the podcasts on gunageek.com. It's not our network, by the way. It's Steven's network. We're just members of it. Well, that's kind of what I think I implied. I didn't and we to... haven't told him that we're members. No one has told him. We just kind of snuck in there. So no one tell him or anyone that we're members. Uh, Please. Or they'll I, kick us out. I think I... 
I think I kindly, I think I, I kind of implied that when I, with what I said. Maybe I didn't. Uh, I apologize to the owners of the Gunna Geek Network then if I did not imply that with what I said. Uh, however, we have a lot of other podcasts on, on the network. So just a couple of other things that are happening around the network right now. Um, on the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, uh, the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents dive into Season 2, Agent Carter 2, our premiere this week. Uh, the agents discuss... Uh, the agent's discussion takes them everywhere from Black Dahlia to the 101 Dalmatians to Archer to Madame Mask to the Secret Empire to Zodic to Zero Matter. Agent Lauren also coins the term Flamingo and Chill. The agents also run down the weekly... <laughs> I don't know like half these words mean. That's fantastic. The agents also run down the weekly Marvel news, listener feedback, and live Blab viewer chat comments. So, do you know what Netflix and Chill means? I do. What? It means I come over and have sex. Yes, okay. Because some people aren't aware. Yeah, Netflix and chill is... So I want to know what Flamingo and chill is, so I'm going to have to listen to that episode. I don't know, but if it if it has a Flamingo in it, I don't know so much about that. And then on the All Things, the, the most recent All Things Good Nerdy podcast, uh, they just hit episode 195. It's Please Clean Your Toys. Naki returns this week to bring a public service announcement with her. The gang discusses the news and calls Alias Investigations to leave a message before playing a round of clever cosplay. Ooh, clever cosplay. I've played that with them, I think. Maybe, possibly. I think. Probably not. I've been on their show. I know. But you probably didn't do anything of value. <laughs> Touché. Well met. Thank you. What you're saying right now. So, uh, yeah. And you can also... You've got a bunch of stuff to say about us. Justice demands retribution. What are you saying right now? Thank you. Okay. Uh, well met. Justice demands retribution. That's what I had to say. Do you have anything else to add to this podcast, or are you just gonna ride on my coattail some more, John? <laughs> you, you were, you were horrible. You were horrible tonight. This was, this was truly awful. <laughs> this was one of the most pathetic performances I can I can remember. So, see, I feel I, like this is the best episode we've ever done. I guess I can say congratulations to you. Congratulations <laughs> to you for being a part of that. You know what I have to say to that? Please write us a review, listener, but do not write us a review based on this episode is what Thank I would, you. Is what That's I what like I had to say to you. Listener, if you can uh a really good way for us to gain visibility is for, you to write us a, is for you to write us a review on iTunes. If you have access to iTunes, that would be awesome if you could do Especially that. Especially if you live in Australia. That really helps us out. It does. It always does. Absolutely. Because then we get more Australian listeners, which there's more people there than anywhere else in the world. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Game Life Balance US podcast. This is the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. And as Jonathan kind of just mentioned, but not really, please like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode, and leave us a review if you really want to make our day that does make life better for us in general. And we did this for free, so, I don't know, hook us up. Uh, you can find us on the Gunna Geek Network at GunnaGeek.com, or on the official podcast network of Chicago's WGN Radio at WGNPlus.com. That's spelled out WGNPLUS wgmplus.com learn more about game life balance including contact information and links to our sister show in australia at gamelifebalance.us and really do check out our australian colleagues podcast they are very funny they're on a bit of a hiatus right now but they'll be coming back at some point we all do i'm serious you were really awful tonight (laughs) 